And so we've begun our Lenten journey with prayer and fasting, with acts of charity. I'm sure that every one of you listening to this homily, everybody will be able to tell of some little thing that they're doing to mark out as special and different this Lenten journey that we're on. Maybe you've sacrificed something, given up something. Maybe you're praying a little more. And I want to commend you for your fervor, for your dedication, for the sacrifices that you are making. But I also come to you today with words of warning. There is an enemy that seeks to undermine what you have achieved. An enemy that wants to lull you into a sense of complacency. And that enemy has a name. And the name of our enemy is the good. Let me explain what I mean by looking at the story of the transfiguration, the gospel of today. Jesus is revealed in his glory as he talks to heavenly beings, to Moses and Elijah. The response of the disciples is to offer to put up tents on the mountain so they could just stay and live in that wonderful moment. Well, that sounds like a good thing, doesn't it? To be with the glorified Messiah and those legendary prophets just sitting in awe before them, that would be a good thing, a really good thing. Trouble is, if Jesus hadn't left that mountain, there would have been no journey to Jerusalem, no passion, no death, and no resurrection. And that means no eternal life won for us by the blood of the cross. Eternal life with our Lord and Creator is a great thing, right? We all want eternal life, right? Sometimes the good can be the enemy of the great. We can do good things and we can settle for doing no more than that. We are seduced by a sense of complacency comforted by the fact that we are doing some good. This sense of complacency can blind us to the even greater good that we are capable of doing, the greater good that God is calling us to. St. Ignatius of Loyola, founder of the Jesuits, was quite fond of the word magus. A Spanish word which means the more or the greater. He urged Jesus to always strive for the greater good in the service of Christ, to not just settle for the ordinary or the enough. One of the great Christian writers of our time was a man called C.S. Lewis. I'm sure many of you are already familiar with his work because he also wrote the Chronicles of Narnia, that fantastic series of films made about it. He also wrote a amusing but profound book called 
the screw tape letters. And this is a, a correspondence between a senior demon called Screwtape and his, le- uh, and his nephew, Wormwood. In one of his letters, Screwtape explains to his nephew the different agendas that God and the devil have for the human race. Screwtape, the demon says, we want cattle that can be, that finally can become food. And he, talking of God, wants servants who can finally become sons and daughters. With this end in mind, Screwtape urges Wormwood in his letter to promote passivity and complacency in human beings. He says, God wants men to be concerned with what they do. Our business is to keep them thinking about what will happen to them. Do you notice the difference that C.S. Lewis is pointing out? God wants us to think of the significance of our actions, while the devil wants us to be concerned about our own comfort. So let me put it simply. The complacent person is the one who thinks that they are doing well, that they've done enough good for God to be satisfied. These are the people who settle for the good. I am proud of so many of you for the good that you do, for your acts of kindness and charity, for the prayer and the penance you've committed yourselves to. But I urge you, don't be satisfied with the good. Because maybe God has bigger hopes and dreams for you. Don't let the good you do stop you from doing even greater things for God.